The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his, was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home, for it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took his wife into his home. He had no relations with her until she bore a son, and he named him Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. During the first Advent, more than 2,000 years ago, if, there, if we would identify the two most immediate people who were waiting for the coming of Jesus, it was Mary and Joseph. We hear a lot about Mary's waiting, understandably so, because she was carrying literally Jesus in her womb. But we often forget that there was another person equally excited anxious about the birth of Jesus, Joseph, the foster father of Jesus. The scriptures do not really mention a lot about him, but when he's described by the evangelists, he was described as a righteous man, or in other translation, a just man. But how can we recognize, how can we reconcile rather, his righteousness with his intent to separate from Mary. How can we, rec how can we reconcile that? that? The righteousness of Joseph, yet not wanting to be with Mary. But I was reading during the year of St. Joseph, which ended not too long ago on December 8th this month, and uh, I read this analysis on, uh, on this description of Joseph as a righteous or a just man. How do we understand his righteousness? The scripture scholars said that we have to look at, at it in a different angle. He said that when Joseph decided to divorce Mary, he was not thinking that Mary was unfaithful. But rather, 
he felt convinced that it was really the work of the Holy Spirit that brought, that, that brought this to fruition, to what happened with Mary. And because he felt so ill-equipped, he felt unworthy to the task that he wanted to or not to be in the way, in the realization of God's will in her life that he, wa- that he decided to leave Mary. He felt like, I am not up to this. You know, how can I raise God? I don't have what it takes to be the foster father of God. So he wanted to, to distance himself separately from that reality. It's an insurmountable task, insurmountable task. But it was in a dream, as what we heard in the gospel today, that God made it clear to him that he will not gonna be do this, that he will not gonna be doing this on his own, but rather through the help of the Holy Spirit. It was in a dream that God changed Joseph's, Joseph's mind. In the Old Testament, dreams are considered to be avenues of God's divine revelation. And why was Joseph so sure of that dream? You know, I mentioned this before that if I would follow each of my dreams and consider them as God's revelation, I would be so much in trouble. And this is where proper discernment is crucially important, being able to discern the ways that God talked to us and manifests His will. And part of that discernment is the act of faith, to act in faith, to take the leap of faith when our comforts and personal inconveniences tell us to turn to the, to the other road, to abandon our own will for the good of the other, in this case, for the good of Mary, for her not to be stoned to death for being pregnant. When Joseph followed his dream, he also abandoned his own will, his doubts, and put his very life on the hands of God. When Joseph awoke, as what the gospel today said, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took his wife into his home. And this description captures the heart of Joseph. He might not have said a single word in the Bible, but his action speaks more eloquently than any spoken word. Joseph was a doer. He was not a, a talker. He accomplished things head on focus, concentrated. You know, that line, when Joseph awoke, he did, he did as the angel commanded him, it really resonates a great sense of urgency on his part. He, he did not delay, no wasted time. And, it, and this is also where we can understand his righteousness now that he is sure that God really wanted him to be in the life of Mary. He just concentrated on that task. He did not doubt anymore. This is the pattern of Joseph. You know, whenever he receives a revelation or, or command from God, he does it right away. 
Later, when the angel told him in another dream to go to Egypt to escape along with Mary and the child Jesus, he did so without any delay. He was a man of action and less with words. You know, sometimes one can be the opposite of Joseph. We can talk too much, but do so little. And uh, Joseph, I think, never really spoke any word in the scriptures because he had to listen intently. <laughs> Could you imagine raising God? You don't really have, I'm going to be speechless too. You have no time to even say anything. But this is really where his greatness is seen in his meditation, in his listening, and following God's will, even without people knowing about them. His approval and his security were found on God alone. You know, where does your security and approval come from? You know, at times, at times, it's easy to cater to the approval of people. Sometimes it's easier to get our own security from other people. But with Joseph, he found his security on God. Saint Joseph, pray for us.